February 2024 Teachings Article Multidimensionality Number 2 Aura by Guru Devi Nirmalananda read by Swami Pranyananda Your energy field extends beyond the edges of your body, often called aura by those who can see or feel it. This electromagnetic field is emitted by all living things. It is called prana in Sanskrit. Prana is the life force that makes your body be a living body instead of a corpse. Corpses don't have auras. Thousands of years ago, yogis described the human aura as part of the cosmic process by which energy becomes matter. The energy of consciousness becomes your body and mind for you to live in and work with. Yet, you are not your body, nor your mind. You are the one who lives in them and uses them to have experiences and to express your light into the world. The energy that materializes as your body is named your subtle body, sukshma sharira. This is where your chakras, energy centers are found, as well as your nadis, energy currents all 720 million of them. In Chinese medicine, nadis are called meridians. A woman shared about going to an acupuncturist. He advised that her meridians needed balancing. They agreed on a plan for 12 weekly treatments. A few days later, she came to a meditation program with my guru. She decided to stay on for the weekend Shaktipat retreat. Reluctantly leaving on Tuesday, she went for her acupuncture appointment. The acupuncturist checked her over and said, with a shocked tone, What have you been doing? The woman asked why. The acupuncturist said, All your meridians are balanced. I've never seen this happen. Oh, she said, I got Shaktipat last weekend. The acupuncturist came to meet Baba. How does Shaktipat do this? It's because the Shakti of Shaktipat is the energy of consciousness, which is the source of your prana. Yes, it does mean that your energy field improves with Shaktipat. It also improves with yoga poses, with breathing practices, and with meditation. In yoga's poses and breathing practices, you are working with your body. In meditation, you're working with your mind. Yet there is more going on. All the practices actually target your energies, your subtle body. This is a much more powerful level of your multidimensionality. As your pranic flows are optimized, physical health and vitality are merely the beginning. Your mental, emotional energies are uplifted. Best of all are the spiritual effects, as the subtle dimensions within are opened up for your exploration. The goal is to discover the inner source of the energy that enlivens you. What is that source? God. There is only one source, which is the source and substance of all. Finding this divine reality within, you find your own self. Your innermost feeling is, I am me. Yes, finally, fully. Holy and holy, you are you. This is yoga's purpose 
and goal. Getting there is a process. You use yoga's tools to make headway, and yoga's teachings serve as maps that describe your destination, as well as what happens along the way. This is called sadhana, the pathway to truth. Sadhana is the practices you do and the transformative process you go through. Three things that come together as your sadhana progresses. The power of God, your own power as an individual, and your own personal efforts. Shaktipat awakens the power of God to arise within you. Divine energy climbing your spine from tail to top. Your individual power makes you able to perceive this inner blossoming, which furthers its progress. Your efforts go to aligning yourself with it by doing practices that speed you along the way. And your aura gets bigger and brighter. When I used to travel to visit Baba, people would stop me in the airport. Notably, when I was on the way there, no one noticed me. On the way home, they wanted to connect with me. They didn't know why they were drawn to me, though I did. My energy field was blissfully amped up. The point is to live this way all the time. When your energy is low, you notice. You don't like it. You drag around, moan, and complain. Unfortunately, your complaints make your energy lower. Your aura gets dark and weak. Yoga intervenes in this cycle, launching you into a new orbit. You really can up-vibe your pranic field and thereby improve your whole life. The most powerful way is to tap into the source within. The self is self-luminous, distinct from the five coverings. Self is primordial existence, changeless, pure, ever blissful. Viveka Chudamani, 211. Yo yamatma swayan jyotihi panchako shavilakshanaha avasta trayasakshi sanir vikaro niranjanaha sadanandaha savijneyaha swatmatvena vipashita. The one divine reality is being your own self. Self is your divine essence, your godness. It is covered by five coverings, koshas. Each one comes from the one underneath, meaning you can delve inward. As you explore your multidimensionality, you discover that each inner level is more expansive. 1. Physical Body Anamaya Kosha as a physical manifestation of energy, your physical body is sustained by food, ana, and empowers you in life's practicalities. 2. Energy body. Pranamaya kosha. Your prana enlivens and sustains your physical body, but it depends on how your energies are flowing, which is a function of your mind. 3. Mind body. Mano Maya Kosha. The energy field of your mind affects your prana and your physical body. 
Its constant activity keeps you from seeing deeper inward. 4. Truth Body Vijnana Maya Kosha The inner knowing, the intuitive sense of rightness, your inner gyroscope that tells you what direction to go, even in the midst of challenges. 5. Bliss Body Ananda Maya Kosha this is the foundation for all the outer levels, the ongoing bliss of pure beingness, the bliss of the self. In meditation, you delve progressively inward, exploring beyond your mind to the subtle inner knowing. Yet you must go deeper to find the bliss. Deeper still is your own self, from which the bliss arises. The goal is self-knowingness which gives you the bliss, as well as the inner knowing, along with the mastery of your mind, your energies, and your body. Yoga promises you a great future. Yet there are distractions at each inner level. You can be so focused on your body because of beauty, desires, or pain that you never look deeper. At the next level, you can be infatuated by energy but wanting to get it from others or to give it to them instead of looking for its source inside. At the third level, your mind can convince you that your self-worth comes from what you do, who you know, and where you go. This leads to a merry-go-round that can keep you entwined for lifetimes. The fourth level can be the trickiest. As you expand inward, you gain intuitive insights about the nature of consciousness itself, which is your own self. Yet the texts warn against using these subtle perceptions for external purposes. From level 4, your expanded perceptual power is to be applied to level 5, and even deeper, to your own self. But if you look back at the earlier levels, you can get stuck in merely understanding the mind, energies, or the physical world. In other words, don't learn to read auras. Give up mind reading. Simply ask the other person about what's going on inside. They will appreciate that you are interested. Use yoga's powerful tools to cultivate radiant health and vitality that comes from the inside out. Besides, your aura doesn't really provide a lot of information. It merely tells you the condition of your pranic field, which comes from the condition of your mind. The good news is that you can assess your mind's condition by looking at it yourself. And you can do something about it by simply doing more yoga.